Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my, by my best pal, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? Well, Connor, a truck just went past my house, so I feel I may have ruined the intro. <laughs> I lied during the intro, he's not my best pal. <laughs> oh, I had a good five seconds there where I was someone's Nearly. best pal. <laughs> we'll, we'll go for next week. <laughs> look, it, look, next Monday, it'll come around again, yeah. then it'll be back in the good books, it'll be class. Yeah, you'll get another shot, but Sean, it's, it was a pretty sad weekend. Um, True. And I want to touch on that before we get into any movie news. Um and that is the fact that the Batman voice actor Kevin Conroy passed away. I want to get this before we get to anything else because because I have to be honest with you, Sean. This man pretty much shaped my whole love of all comic books and all superheroes. So pretty big deal. And I learned thirty seconds before we started recording Hero Zero on Friday. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit of a it was a, it was a bit of a shock. And then we talked about the orb for half an hour. So I am sorry about that. <laughs> Um, but no, you somebody are. Somebody turns up to, in a clown costume to a funeral. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not the right tone. I'll be honest. Um, but no, you are like the biggest Batman the animated series fan that I know mm. or ever will know. I'm assuming. Mm. Um, so I, I I can only imagine that like it it, it, w- it would affect you even a little bit. Man, it news. was it was a it was a tough it was a tough time. So like the thing about this is is like you have these people. I, he's like 66, so I was like, you don't even think about it. I'm like, that's that's Batman. He's going to be Batman yeah. for like another 30 years. He's going to be doing Batman non-stop. But now the um, the episode Beware of the Grey Ghost in the animated series is going to hit a lot harder because Adam West and him are both in it. Um, oh, and now wow. they're both passed away. So it would it's a really, really sad time. But yeah, look, 
the, the thing about that is he's played Batman for 30 years, over 30 years, since 92. So, actually, 30 years this year. 30 years, yeah. the start of it. Um, and I just think that he had such a great career. I'm pretty sure... Um, I'm, I don't want to reveal too much here because I think I, I have some a little sort of special plan for Friday. Oh, there's something planned. There's something planned. I have something planned. But I just wanted to give a shout out because Kevin Conroy, I mean, an amazing human being. Um, and someone that, I mean, I don't think with, without him, I don't think we're doing this show because I don't know if I'm that into stuff like this. Yeah, no, that, uh, that's totally fair. Like, it, he's probably a very large part of why we're friends at the back of it all <laughs> <laughs> like i watched baba the animators then justice league then baba beyond and then from there all everything else like that is the natural progression and he's in all of them yeah and so it, it's i i don't often get hit with like celebrity deaths and things like that this one this one did sting a bit yeah see normally i would never talk about this but it's like it's just something that is so probably personal to me that i really wanted to bring it up but i wanted to let everyone know that like he was a great man and so just everyone keep his family in your thoughts because absolutely lovely what what a cool man um yeah and also just a good dude like just a really nice i met him at comic-con like the nicest man he stayed for like 45 minutes afterwards just chatting to people in the hallway just randomers coming up to talk to him and I was like you're Batman you don't need to do this (laughs) go home because he's Batman Connor (laughs) it's because he's Batman oh man Um, yes I just I really wanted to talk talk about that Um, and yeah just I was very sad over the weekend Sean as you can imagine I was first time ever I was like oh man this has impacted me I I feeling a f- emotion. First time you've ever had an emotion. I've never had emotion, Sean. Never in my life. So this was Would the you one time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, I wanted to start off this movie Mondays with this a special little recognition. Um, but we can get into our regularly scheduled uh, programming from now on. Yeah. And I mean, what I really wanted to start off with this week is some pretty big. It feels weird, by the way, to like try to segue out, out of this. that. But no, I think absolutely. if we we bring attention to the fact that it's weird to segue out of that, that we're it hopefully saves us. <laughs> In Hollywood, it's called hanging a lantern on it. You just point out that something's fucking weird, and then the audience is on board. There's no easy way to move on <laughs> from here. Um, so what we're going to do is we're just going to pretend like the first few minutes after it happened <laughs> we're just gonna start movie monday sean we're talking movie news entertainment Love news it. and just generally all the stuff about that so we're gonna start off this week with some pretty good news i thought for you um okay. and that is okay. indiana jones 5 you were saying okay you were looking forward to indiana jones 5 the fucking stones on you to follow up the first story with this story i really wanted something that wasn't serious <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm ripping the piss out of this movie. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Indiana Jones 5 test screening, Sean. They have gone down and apparently have been disastrous. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Good. Learn your lesson. <laughs> so, a lot of people won't remember, but Indiana Jones made aliens at the end of Indiana Jones 4. Um, that was a pretty Well, big they weren't deal. necessarily aliens, Connor. They were from the space between mm. spaces. Sorry. And also, he survived the nuclear blast by hiding in a fridge. That's true. Also, Shia LaBeouf was his son. Uh, his son was like, he had a leather jacket. That was when Shia was coming in big. I, don't, uh, I think he was his son. 
I think he was his son in that movie. I went to see that in the cinema. <laughs> me too. Me and my brother left school early to see it. <laughs> and did you did you regret it or was it was it a good idea? Well, I left school early, Connor, so I was happy. I haven't spoken to my brother since. <laughs> that was the time to split us apart. Um, and so, look, normally with test screenings, they show them to, look, a handful of different people. A lot of a very nice people get to see it. And James Mangold is directing Indiana Jones 5, Sean, in case you forgot. James Mangold from Logan fame. The, the, oh, um, the very good movie Logan. The very good movie Logan. So he's he's a very talented About, about an older man getting back in the game, you say. Exactly, exactly. Mm. And so, mm. pretty good casting, I would say, in terms of a director. I think, like, pretty good hire job. Um, but they have have played the movie to the test screening audience and apparently they've all tested negatively. They've tested a handful of different endings and the audience haven't liked any of the endings that they've shown them. I, like, I wonder what what is the difference because it, this is going to be like a, a Jason Todd scenario. There's two endings in this movie. One yeah. of them, Indiana Jones is alive. And the other one, Indiana Jones, is no longer alive. Well, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is also in the movie. So I, I, it's pretty locked in that one of the endings I can only guess through basic logic is she takes over the mantle of Indiana yeah. Jones. How do you fumble the bag this hard when you have <laughs> James Mangold directing and Phoebe Waller-Bridge in a starring role? <laughs> and Harrison Ford. A Harrison Ford, who to his credit will put bums in seats. Like. He will. I mean, so, look, this would pretty much... I think one of the endings that they played was Phoebe Waller-Bridge replacing Harrison Ford. Um, this, of course, would set up the franchise for further sequels, with Ford not returning and Phoebe Waller-Bridge taking over. People did not like that idea. Is that Wonder because they don't necessarily like Phoebe Waller-Bridge as the Indiana Jones character, or they just don't want more Indiana Jones films? Oh, see, now that's a, I think that's a very deep question. I think it might mostly be because Phoebe Waller-Bridge uh, does not have a penis. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> We're going to bring it down to the most basic level. You know, it's the specific complaints that I love the most in Hollywood. <laughs> look, I, look, I think we're all like kind of skipping around it, but it's like... Yeah, just, we don't want the Mary Sue. Um, that's, this is woke Hollywood, Sean. They're replacing Indiana just, Jones with women. What's just, this? Indiana Jones is the biggest Mary Sue that has ever been in oh, fucking the man, cinema. The man survives every scenario and he's, he's shit. He's hung over for most of Raiders of the Lost Ark and he still kills all the Nazis. <laughs> like, like, he doesn't, actually, he doesn't actively kill anyone. They just always stumble into a fucking helicopter. He does, <laughs> no, he does, he does shoot that man directly in the face. <laughs> okay, in that the- one guy gets shot in the face. Everyone yeah. else, he just gets punched until they fall off a building. He can take a punch. That's, that's the Indiana Jones fighting mm. style. Um, yeah. Or, you know... He solves a puzzle and is a good man at the end of Last Crusade. So what's happened with this is that not only have the test screenings gone bad, but simultaneously Disney have announced that they are, well, not announced, but they are pretty heavily, prior to the announcement that they are setting off on a TV series starring Indiana Jones, or an Indiana Jones series is wanted at Disney+. Plus. Right. So, I mean... But I don't think Indiana Jones is as big as... Like, I 
I, I, I can't be the only person to think this. I don't know what executive looked at the numbers for Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and mm. said, we are primed for another one of these in 10 years. Nobody's, wait, what if he met the aliens again? <laughs> like, where do you go from there, first of all? But also, like, I, like audiences now, if Uncharted didn't work, Indiana Jones isn't going to work because Uncharted yeah. is basically Indiana Jones, the game, the movie. See, this is. I think this might be the the apex of this is eighties movie that was very big, and the star is still around. So you want to do it again, but like, I don't know if if it's wor- they've already tried it in two thousand six or yeah. two thousand seven or whatever it was. Well, here's the thing: is that people don't like Indiana Jones. People like sitting down and watching the Indiana Jones films. Does that make sense? Like, and Harrison it, Ford is very charismatic. He's 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 a handsome, charismatic guy, and he's cool. Yeah, like those the first three films, they're very good, but they could only be made at the time they were made, and you can't recapture that. And people have a lot of memories associated with watching them for the first mm. time or with the family at Christmas, and that's what they attach to those movies. Any new one is just different from whatever they already like. Yeah, and it's also, I mean, this this is the main problem is that Harrison Ford. I think he wants to do all these so he can die, and so they never bring him back. He'd like that. I, I, to me, from the outside, that's what it looks like. And to, to be yeah. honest with you, he might probably admit that to you as well. Oh, I oh, I think he's fully just going down the list and just checking things off and being like, "How can I kill this one. person? Don't yeah, so they exactly. never bring me back." But then he signs up for the MCU and it's like, what the fuck, man? He's a strange old man, but he, you know what? He's pretty cool. I, I, have you seen the press tour with him and um, Ryan Gosling? Oh, for um, Blade Runner. And for Blade Runner 2049. Like, they the piss the whole they time. They just do not give a shit. And you know what? I really enjoy it because I'm just like, they're like, we just did it for money. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I talked about it before, but there was a David Blaine, the, like, the magician special uh, one time. And he went to Harrison Ford's house. And he like David Blaine just starts like putting a needle through his hand or some shit, and Harrison Ford is just like, "Get the fuck out of my house! I don't want to deal with this." He doesn't want the trouble. He don't know. He just wants to be left alone and pe- he wants to crash planes in peace. <laughs> so, I mean, Sean, what are your thoughts? On it? I, to be honest with you, this was one of those movies last year that me and you were very up and down. I'll say the same for Dungeons and Dragons because that cast is so amazing for yeah. a movie that we were like, this can't be good. And then everybody who got added was like, this is amazing. This is what fast. a great that, cast. That got delayed as well, didn't it? Dungeons it and got Dragons. pushed back, yeah, no, because we can't have nice takes. But, well, no, it's perfectly spot on for a D&D movie to be delayed because of scheduling conflicts. That's, that's actually true. <laughs> but also this like we were like Indiana Jones 5 what why would they do this this is a terrible idea and then Ford's coming back Phoebe Waller-Bridge is locked in James Mangold's directed yeah. we were like there's a chance you're saying there's a chance it could possibly not be terrible yeah. but I I don't think it's ever going to be good is the thing no see I don't think they were ever getting out of this with a 10 out of 10 like they weren't, but then again, we said this about Tom Cruise's um, uh, Top Gun Maverick. That's true. That is true. That's fair. Um, but I feel it's different because I think the beauty of getting someone like James Mangold for Logan was that Logan was the end of a story and didn't necessarily have to go anywhere else. Whereas I feel like the studio is now like, okay, 
And by the end of this movie, these characters need to be in these locations so we can yeah. do this TV series and this spin-off film. I don't think Phoebe Waller-Bridge would sign up to the TV series. Mostly because I think she's too smart to realise that series might be terrible. <laughs> yeah. I think she's, like... I think she's doing actual, like, art. Like, not the Indiana Jones Disney Plus series. Like, I think she's like, I don't need to do this. Like, they're probably going to get somebody else. Bring Shia back. Bring Shia back. Bring bring Shia in and just let him be a little greaser again. Although, if it's set in the 50s and then it's, like, aged up, it's probably, like, 40 now. 40, yeah. But uh, to be fair, that kind of works out. He was, you know, like, 32. Yeah, actually. So it might not be too, too bad. Yeah. But, uh, um, so Sean yeah. I just wanted to let you know the good positive news Indiana Jones 5 coming our way everyone's very excited every test screen that's seen it every crowd has said 10 out of 10 do you know what it, when does April 1st fall in 2023 um, because, and I'm giving the game away now because I think we should okay oh no it's a Saturday but we could do it on Monday <laughs> and I'm just going to be really positive about all the things that you think I'm going to be mad about <laughs> oh no my powers <laughs> <laughs> oh no by the way, I, <laughs> but by the way oh no I'm worried about April <laughs> the world's on fire man we're not making it to April oh, oh fuck oh yeah yeah we'll all, look we'll all go out together it'll be class <laughs> joke's on you <laughs> we're not making it to April <laughs> victory for Connor <laughs> um, we're moving on to our next piece of news and this is this is a rumour that normally normally rumours are fueled by news reports this rumour has been fueled by James Gunn and Jason Momoa themselves, which kind of gives it a bit more credence that they're definitely going to start promoting this soon. Um, right. That is Lobo movie rumours fueled by James Gunn and Jason Momoa. Um, oh. I want us to know, Lobo is a DC character who, I mean, I've described before as he's a mixture of Deadpool and Wolverine and the predator uh, (laughs) well maybe not the predator maybe a ghost rider like ghost rider deadpool wolverine all like squished together right and they're doing and jason jason is not going to be lobo because it's a dc character so aquaman Mm. what happens there don't confuse this more please sean this is what we're saying because of course james gunn has taken over dc uh with peter saffron and they are now currently running dc studios this means that they kind of get to do whatever they want to do james gunn has shown in the the suicide squad from last Mm. year he likes the weird dc characters he likes the the ones the studios maybe not Maybe would be a bit afraid to touch. Yeah. Um, Polka Dot Man. Uh, Rat Catcher 2. All that kind yeah. of stuff. John um, Cena. Uh, John I, I Cena, the man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what he's now... What it's also mean is, because he has free reign, Lobo could be pretty much in with a shout if he loves Logo. And, and he has come out and said in the past, Lobo's one of his favourite characters. Jason Momoa has come out in the past and said, one of my dreams was always to play Lobo in a movie. I mean, it, is this the bell? Of, is this the, like, the ringing bell to be like, okay, we're just starting again. And Jason Momoa's Lobo now. And like, he he's like, I don't want to be Aquaman. Just leave it alone. So where this came was um, that 
Aquaman star Jason Momoa has made some waves by teasing that his dream DC project is now in the works, thanks to James Gunn and Peter Safran taking okay. over the studios. So everyone's like, right, it's an Aquaman movie that he might like, which is good. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, now, following the tease... Um, then they asked Momoa in a separate interview if there was a connection between Gunn posting an image of Lo- Lobo along with Momoa's dream project comments. The actor is said to act to have acted surprised before following up with, well, everyone knows I'm a comic book fan. The comic I collected the most and I have every comic there is. You could do your research and find out what that is. <laughs> so- oh, Jason, what are you doing? You're you're being very cryptic in your answer there. Lobo is a character Jason Momoa has previously also campaigned to play in the right. movie. <laughs> right. So is it a one and done, do you think? Would they do it that way? Where, um, I like see, a Joker-style movie? But how do you do a Joker-style movie with an actor that's already playing another character in your weird, fucked-up universe? Tell me DC aren't the ones to fucking try it, though. <laughs> so like Lobo would be a very cool character to do and I think Jason Momoa would be actually perfect casting to play him but I don't know like if they do that it's fucking mad that they, yeah. they're like let's just fucking do Jason Momoa he's already on the lot he's filming Aquaman 3 at this point so he can come over I, I stand by the fact that they need to just start again. Keep some of the same actors if you want, but just make Jason Momoa Lobo now and just have that be it. But is that not more confusing to people? Because they're like, is that Initially, not- yes. <laughs> but who cares? Chris Evans was Johnny Storm for a while. True. People got over that. But that was like 2004 to 09. Like, when was Momoa when, last? When did Aquaman, Aquaman come out? <laughs> has, has Aquaman 2 come out yet? No. No, no. The, <laughs> the trench has not come out. Now, Aquaman <laughs> did show up at the end of Peacemaker. Spoilers, but who cares? Uh, yeah. Did show up at the end of Peacemaker, I guess. So maybe that's the last canonical appearance of Aquaman. But I don't think people care. <laughs> Right, I mean, um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan has also stated that he would like to play Lobo. Oh, that'd be fucking good though, wouldn't it? Oh, that'd be good. Oh, Jason, I'm sorry. It has to go to Jeffrey. But I don't know, if, I think Jason might have the charisma. Oh, he actually, yeah. Jeffrey, well, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Morgan have, you seen, have you seen him in Walking Dead as Negan? No, no, I think he has lots charisma. of charisma. Uh, no, I think he has lots of charisma. I don't know if it's the charisma of Lobo. Wait, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is Thomas Wayne. Yes, in that so universe, he can technically also so be. So- it'd be the oh, same that's... recast situation, uh, just well, a, maybe be, a little less. It'd be slightly less. better because he was only he, he like one have shot. His own movie. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have a movie named after him. That's fair. Just on the subject of casting, I thought of a really good casting for Mephisto this weekend. Oh, uh, go on, Timothy Dalton. <laughs> Why? Because he's Big a shit Big Tim. Like, he's a sh- like a shithead. Like, his character in Hot Fuzz, but the yeah. devil. Oh. Wouldn't that be good now? Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Oh, I could see that. Now, yeah. He, They're so, definitely not going to cast Timothy Dalton. Not at all. Not <laughs> at all. It's going to Brian Cranston. But. Or who was the I think comedy? Brian Cranston would be great as well. I think he'd be class. There was a, some comedy actor rumoured for it, wasn't there? Uh, Hugh Jackman. We talked about this like two weeks ago on the show. 
Mephisto casting room. I'm taking over this story. I don't care. Uh, Mephisto casting rumors. <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen might play yes. Mephisto. Isn't that what Yes, of course. Anyway, Lobo. A Lobo movie. Could you see it doing well? I think it's a, it's a way harder sell, though, isn't it, than Aquaman? Mm. Like, say if it is harder. Jason Momoa. It's like you have no name recognition for that character. But I think you need Jason Momoa then to sell it. And also it could be like a Hellboy situation where like you just get a big actor to play a weird fucking character. Could work, actually. That could actually be very, very cool, Connor. James Gunn to direct. I think James is doing it. If they do a Lobo movie, James Gunn is the only director he's like the perfect director but now he runs the studio and it's kind of a fucked up situation unless what if they announced and they got like Guillermo del Toro I was thinking Guillermo <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that when I said Hellboy I was like fuck, fuck actually, that'd, be, that'd be class <laughs> he could fucking do it he'd be great he really he'd dark so and nice. fucked up oh man he'd be so fucked up but he'd be so nice in the interviews oh, oh he's man. such a nice man do you know that rat nice that got man. sent to Margot Robbie yeah he adopted it. Of course he did. Such of course a nice he man. did. Because Jared Leto is the opposite end. There are opposite ends of the spectrum. It's the Leto to Del Toro hang scale. The, oh, the, Del, the Le Del Toro scale. Le Del Toro scale, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean, I, I would say we sit there, maybe wait and see on this, but what I'm hearing is that Lobo could be in the works. And Jason Momoa could be playing Lobo because James Good likes the character Lobo. What if they cast The Rock instead? He's Black Adam. Nah, nah. But, like, <laughs> who cares? You know, just start again. It's, ca- it's done. Cast Henry Cavill. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious, actually. We got him back. He's playing Lobo. Um, <laughs> we're moving on to our next piece of news, Sean. And I have my first bit of news about a movie that me and you talked about, like, Ooh, maybe eight months ago, and we said, that sounds weird. And that was Zack Snyder's very own movie that was like a Star Wars movie. Do you remember talking about this? I'm going to be honest, Connor. Mm. I don't. The movie was called Rebel Moon, and Zack Snyder said he oh. was going to do his own franchise, and it was going to be Star Wars-esque. Oh, I do. I, oh, it's ringing some bells, not some yeah. good ones. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so an update on Zack Snyder's Star Wars. <laughs> it was during when um, he was doing the promotion for Army of the Dead, and people were right. like, "What's next?" He was like, "I got my own Star Wars movie lined up, bro. Right, and it's going to be fucking good. And Batman's killing in it. Right, that's the way it is." But he appeared um, on a, a show this week, and he delivered some detailed insight into the direction of Rebel Moon, and we finally got a synopsis. For the next biggest thing in sci-fi, Sean. Now, look, I don't want the Snyder Bros to come at me, so I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to say anything ne- negative about this. I'm just going to read the synopsis, and I would like you to give your honest opinion as well, to no. how this sounds. So, the movie's about a planet, not in our universe. It's a space fantasy, so there's no Earth necessarily, but there's a community on a planet, a farming planet. And there's a bunch of bad guys from other world's armies are in the area and they need to be fed. So they come to the village and they ask the village to feed them while they're doing their war in the, other, in the galaxy. You know yourself. Um, so they're in a war in the galaxy and they stop off on this planet and it's a little, it's a little village 
on the planet and they're like we want to be fed we're on our way to a war right and of course they're not kind about asking and the result will probably be the obliteration of the village itself the villagers decide to fight and so they have to go out into the galaxy and collect warriors to help them fight off the evil army okay so it's like a it's a ragtag bunch standing up against some kind of I want to say imperial force Connor. empire I would say empire, empire. an yeah, empire yeah. is the word an uh, empire look I think it's something we haven't seen before I think it's inspired <laughs> and I think Batman should have a gun in it <laughs> look I don't want to be mean but I'm, I was reading that going he, this is this is just a this is just a plot of Star Wars. <laughs> just a plot of Star Wars. Just a plot like it's a, it's a ba- like it's just a basic plot though. It's 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 bad guy do bad thing, little guy fight back. That's it. That's yeah. That is most conflict. To be do you fair, know what it is. It's Star Wars and Dune put together. Yeah, but it's Dune, but not from the little rich boy's perspective. No, it's from the village pers- or it's from the, the um. The Fremen's perspective. Yeah. But also, like, I just don't... I get that as, like, a movie, like a one-and-done movie, but if he's doing a franchise out of this, you have to then keep upping the stakes, and then you oh, he get said, a death he, he literally has come out and said he wants it to become a massive IP and a universe that can be built out. Um, I've spent the last two or three years building out this universe. Every corner has to be painted in. Um, I've been doing designs, constantly drawing, and basically just making the whole world fully realised. I mean, that's okay. Imagine Star Wars, but they plan it out. Ooh, wouldn't that be insane? <laughs> oh, fuck, this could be good. James, I'm fucking, I have the Snyder Bros on side, but now the Star Wars fans are after me. What am I going to do? <laughs> now, what I will say is that they've already greenlit a Rebel Moon sequel. Really? They're allowed to call a space... Fantasy epic Rebel Moon and Disney is yes. fine with that. Yeah. Wow. Fair play. Why? Yeah. Just, it just feels like that could be a, a Star Wars title. You know. It it could, but at the same time, it's nothing like Star Wars because what, it, it this, mm, this is from the villagers' perspective. They're fighting back against some sort of overlords. What about what, what kind of weapons do they have? Is it like oh, blasty laser shooty shoots? Any light swords going um, on? Not light sword, light axes. Light axes? That actually, that, okay. Pretty cool. On. Pretty cool. <laughs> I, I'm on board with that. Uh, you know what, Connor? I'd give yeah. it a sequel and another sequel. <laughs> Two sequels. Two sequels. I'd have had three movies. I want a trilogy and I want laser axes. Look, let, let's be positive, but maybe it'll be class. And no, we always I, complain look, people don't make new things anymore. So no, you know what? I, I, it's one of those where I was like, you know what? It's so batshit, and it's so like this is clearly like based off of Dune and Star Wars, but everything's been done. So Star, yeah, like Star Wars is based off Dune. Like it's it's if, all a big. If, I'll tell you something though, Zack Snyder, if he pulls out a good movie that's like Star Wars in a world where Star Wars at the minute is not uh, is untouchable because <laughs> they fucked it up so bad yeah <laughs> I would be you know what so impressed that I would take back everything I said about him and Batman versus Superman 
wow, that is a big mm. claim. And you know I what? Think Army of the Dead was pretty good. Oh, pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I just still cannot get over him uh, being like, guys, you don't understand the character <laughs> when it came to Batman with the gun. <laughs> yeah. He, he never lived that down. But at the same time, he's good at certain takes, is Zach. No, and he can do a spectacle, which I feel he will need in a space movie, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, look, I just wanted to bring that to you because this is going on in the background. It could be pretty good. It could be terrible. At the minute, it's completely Schrodinger's Rebel Moon. And maybe it's best that it stays that way and just it's a good movie in our imagination, you know? Like this podcast. I, I liked it. We're giving him, in our heads, we're like putting up a whole plot like, oh, that could be fucking, actually, that could be pretty good. Yeah, Jez, if they you take this angle with it, then... Take a few Star Wars stories, change a few of the words... Like from the comic books, not from the movies. But like, no, take a few comic books, change some of your favorite plot points. Maybe just maybe refine them, make them a little bit better. And then you got a movie on your hands, bud. Then he accidentally makes Dune again. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I hate when I accidentally make Dune. I went too far the other way. <laughs> yeah. um, shall we move on to our next piece of news? And this is a pretty big announcement that made one man in particular very happy. And that's a very large man in Hollywood, Mr. Dave Batista, as ah. the Gears of War movie and animated series were announced coming to Netflix. Okay, so Dave Batista is built like a Gears of War character. Yes. So I can only assume he's been cast as Dom, I want to say. Look, what I will say is Dave Batista has spent years basically saying he wants to be in the fucking movie. He's a massive fan of Gears of War and has personally pitched a movie adaption to Warner Brothers multiple times. They have passed on it every single time. But he's like, I'm, I'm the guy. I should be in this movie and I should be playing him. Um, I can do this. I can bring him to life. <laughs> and so he's ta- he no he wants to talk he wants to play Marcus Phoenix. Oh um, yeah, that makes more sense. So he that's the character he wants to play. He thinks if if you look at Marcus Phoenix and you look at Dave Batista, it's like a character was built in a video game for only one man on this earth to play, and that is Dave Batista. Yeah, so, it's like when they started drawing Professor X as uh, Patrick Stewart. It's like it's just it's basically the same man <laughs> so i can understand that also if he likes the video game he's like this could be a really good movie we should do it well and i'll be in it and also now i'm dave batista i have a bit of you know stock yeah and this is like this is like henry cavill being cast as the witcher where it's yeah. like you get someone who's a massive fan of the franchise and will do it every justice and fight and to get it accurate him. on set. <laughs> then get rid of him for Liam Hemsworth. Get rid of him because he's he's too uppity. He's too he knows too much. You know, yeah, he's, he keeps telling the writers, no, this isn't what the character would do. <laughs> he said one too many times. He said that doesn't make any sense. We had to fucking get rid of him. Him and his fucking handsome face. Get out of here, Henry. Yeah, you know when he, when he made the announcement about being back as Superman, he was wearing a Warhammer shirt. Connor, he's a big nerd. I love the man so much. <laughs> Henry Cavill is like you're a hero, really, of, he is. of the Warhammer community. 
He, oh, he, we've accepted him as our new god. That's true. Yeah, well, I assumed. Uh, yeah, he's just it's it's, he's a, it's an absolute Chad move. What well, uh, what's the deal in terms of D and D? Then is he seen as the god there as well? Or no, that's more of a Joe Manganello slash Matthew Joe, Mercer Joe's, type. Yeah. Two two pretty good fucking buff leaders. To be fair, you know what? Like it, they're really they're going to defend all of us at the end of the day because <laughs> no, none of you can defend yourselves. Uh, I it, well, depending on how the <laughs> dice go, I can defend myself, Connor. <laughs> Just like a robber comes in. Hang on. <laughs> Just two <laughs> seconds, please. Do you know what? I, Sorry, can I... I, I I'm, a, I'm a man for a Winter Assault 40k, Warhammer. Uh, oh! Oh, uh, Connor! Jeff, you're speaking my campaigns language. myself. Yeah, I'm not trying to impress you, Sean. I've, I've basically served. What can I say? <laughs> what, I can, what can I say? I'm a man for the army games back in the day. <laughs> On the computer, though, right? No. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, class! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, where? What do you think of this idea? So, they're bringing Gears of War. It's going to be live action. Shaw, this crosses the one cr- sacred line we have: video game movies always bad, no matter what the movie is. Um, what are Detective Pikachu and there was another one that I Sonic? always forget. Sonic was pretty. Good, Sonic right? was pretty good. Sonic was pretty good. Uh, looked pretty terrible at the start. Yeah. But they fixed it. Yeah, they fixed um, it. Do you remember World of Warcraft came out a few years ago? Everyone kind of forgot that. Yeah, yeah, that was terrible. That was real bad. <laughs> yeah. uh, what was the other video game movie then? There was one other good Assassin's one. Assassin's Creed is the one we always forget. <laughs> oh, I always forget that they made that a movie. Oh. Even though Fassbender's in it, we always forget. Do you know who else is in that movie for no goddamn reason? Who? Brendan Gleeson. Oh, he is! They, they took all the Irish down with them, the bastards. Um, <laughs> I, is this going to be like Doom? Or is this going to be like... Do you remember The Rock was in Doom? Oh, or this is this going to be maybe a Detective Pikachu scenario? I think it's going to be closer to Detective Pikachu than Doom. Not in tone, but in quality. Hopefully uh, in tone as well. But I like I, o- I only hope that like this comes out the same year as that fucking... Uh, is it Need for Speed Hot Pursuit is coming uh, no, out? No, there's or a Gran, Gran Turismo. Turismo movie. Sorry. There's a Gran Turismo movie coming out. Yeah, I only hope these come out in like the same month as each other and we can like really oh, compare I have them. a random piece of news about the Gran Turismo movie. It. Ginger Spice from the Spice Girls is in the movie. <laughs> what? Why the fuck is that relevant? <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I learned that today during the research for this show and now you know it that's the way we gotta work this uh, is she appearing as Ginger Spice? <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's playing a different character like she's just acting in it right, right okay and explain that what's that like? Um, what acting? acting yeah I, the I concept of acting before. she's becoming yeah, somebody she's not is that not illegal? is that not fraud? <laughs> well it is fraud but it's kind of like in a selected area normally called a set that they would have a specific area where, like, you're allowed to pretend here as much as you want, lads. But right. once you leave this area, you cannot actually take someone's wallet and become them. Right, you have to be a regular person. That's like Jared how Leto I does feel. on film sets. Like who? Like Jared Leto. J- well, Jared is, he's not really accepted in any sort of circles. Oh, um, really? Yeah, just okay. because of, of all the terrible things he's done and said. No, that, that, that does track. What about Daniel Day-Lewis? What's his deal? He's iffy. You know, he is iffy. <laughs> um, 
I get bad vibes from him, but, but he's Irish, so do we have to support him? He's Irish and quite good at acting, I suppose. He's, quite, like, he's Irish and definitely the most successful actor of like all time, and he's, he's Irish, so do we support him? But weird vibes. I just think be nice to people. Yeah, just just act. Just turn it on. And You're off. all getting up at six in the morning to go to work, lads. Just just maybe talk like a normal person. Just and maybe then become Abraham Lincoln. Or something. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, also, the Gears of War creator, Cliff Blazinski, um, he has come out and said that he would love that Dave Bautista be st- become, um, is in the upcoming adaption along with Ryan Reynolds. So he oh. has come out, the creator has come out and be like, Dave Batista, Ryan Reynolds, they're locked in. If you got the two of them locked in, this movie could be good. Yeah, because it would have that mix of like, they'd be the two like brotherly characters playing off each other. Mm. But then you get like heart and comedy and action all together. Yeah. Pretty good. I I don't know if I would, I I don't know if I could see Ryan Reynolds doing a movie like this. When was the last time he did something like this that wasn't Deadpool? Um, He was in R.I.P.D. Connor, remember R.I.P.D. Yeah, like 2009. Um, yeah. My, oh, a Hitman's Bodyguard. Yeah, but even that's closer to Deadpool than an action movie, I would yeah. say. Uh, let's look to Ryan Reynolds' IMDb. What's he up to? <laughs> uh, I've been watching Welcome to Wrexham a lot. Is it actually any good? It's really good, yeah. So, would you I have to, to like soccer? You there don't have to like anything, Sean. Yeah, you get straight into it, they'll explain everything. Uh, he was in The Adam Project, Red Notice. Adam Project's uh, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you got Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. There you go. Six Underground. What the fuck is that? Uh, <laughs> he was in Taylor Swift, You Need to Calm Down, a music video short. No uh, way. Yeah. Detective Pikachu. Uh, and then, uh, then a whole bunch of Deadpool stuff. <laughs> like all the Deadpool shorts and shit that they put out. <laughs> <laughs> do you see a Gears of War movie working, Sean? Or Honestly, I do. Lost? Will it I, be lost like, within the ages? I think it might be... I See, I think it's weird because I think enough time has passed now that there isn't, like, an active Gears of War... Like, Gears of War 1, 2, 3 were, like, excellent and, like, really, really loved and everything like that. And now it's, like, uh, just whenever the new Xbox comes out, there's a Gears of War made. Yeah, it's kind of like an add-on. Yeah, exactly. So I think... Those those original three have existed on their own for long enough that people are like, and that's that story. And now you can maybe do a retelling and mm-hmm. have it be different enough that people aren't offended with it. I'm just happy for Dave. I just wanted Dave has wanted this for so long, and I just want him to do well. And I, I I think he won't let it be bad. No, no. But I also think I, we've said it before that Dave Batista like is just like criminally underused by Hollywood. <laughs> yes. So. And, like, give him the good roles. Don't just give him a strong, fun guy. But, but you know what's so good? It's, like, he's underused, but also I think he only chooses good projects. Like, I don't think... Like, it w- he said it before. When he finished wrestling, it would have been really easy for him to do a load of, like, Jean-Claude Van Damme-type movies where, like, yeah. he's just a big, muscly guy and, like, the equalizer or fucking take it or so, where he's, like, just butchering through people. And he was yeah. like, I didn't want to have that. I didn't... I want to learn to act. I didn't want to just do those movies for the rest of my life. Yeah, like I want to be challenged and I want to make good things. Yeah, The Equalizer is a bit of fun, though, to be fair. Oh, The Equalizer is fun, but I'm saying it's fun because, I mean, 
that's a few years in whereas Dave's always starting and you don't want to get typecast that's in true. that role yeah. for the rest of time no yeah you don't want to just be oh the wrestler who's sometimes in action because the, the rock had that for a few years like for the first like yeah. seven or eight years he was Cena just like had it as well like Cena has that as well before Peacemaker like now now but no actually Cena was pretty good because he shows comedy roles he shows a lot of comedy roles that made him the book ah, yeah the Fred movie yeah yeah, like I think, I think, I think he's pretty good at like making fun of himself. Whereas The Rock did have like a few years where he was always in the jungle, like Welcome to the Jungle, The Rundown. Um, oh, there was a few Jungle of them, like, Cruise, Jumanji. No, like from like oh Rampage. Oh four to like oh like, nine was like proper like always action hero. Um, yeah, he was in so that I, one where he was the Tooth Fairy. That was twenty ten. Yeah. There's that one where he was uh, he was a football man. He played football or his daughter. Or gridiron, something. gridiron games. Gridiron uh, games. Not gridiron, gridiron games. Gang. That's a different thing. Uh, it was uh, the guy uh, from uh, Pimp My Ride. Yeah, exhibit. <laughs> exhibit. <laughs> what a blast from the past. <laughs> What is that like, movie? We put we put flat screen TVs on your mud caps. He's like, I don't need. Why do I need that? Hey, it's two thousand nine. We gave you a PlayStation Two. I hope that's fine. <laughs> hope that's good. We ran out of money after the hood caps. The game plan. He was in the, the game, game plan. plan, of course. Um, Sean, we're going to have to move on from okay. from this because I do have two other pieces of news to get to before before we finish out today. Um, and we, we didn't say at the start because obviously for obvious reasons. But if you give us a like and review, whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on, it would really help us out. Um, we're aiming for 100 reviews on Spotify by the end of the year. So yeah. I I don't know what we're on now, but. Go give us a five stars or a thumbs up or whatever, however it works. I don't, I don't or know. Four how long. stars. That's, or that's four, fine. Or three if you think we're mediocre. I'll take Please that. Please don't well. go lower um, than that, though. God, I can't take it. <laughs> maybe a two. Maybe if we're having no, a real bad no, One person um, can leave a two. Me. <laughs> I've left multiple twos. <laughs> oh. um, so we're moving on to DC Universe continuity. It could be solved. Oh. We could have finally solved Um Big news. As a report has come out that apparently the DC, the newly christened DC Universe seems poised to not only extend well beyond the live action feature films as the DC continuity reportedly spreads across from now on all movies, TV, gaming and, and more they said. Okay, so from this point on Yes. Anything that's released is all connected. To build um, a cohesive DC universe that is going across all live action films, TV, animation and gaming. Wow. Yes. That's that's a very nice thing to aim for. I love the idea of like you're on the absolute opposite end of the scale. Like yeah. you're you're four hundred pounds, and then you're like, I'm going to drop to one pound. <laughs> yeah. say, I'm going to do the opposite. Yeah, like it, 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 it's. I'm all about dreaming big, okay. <laughs> yes. But maybe make two films that work really well together, and then try a third, 
and then mm. start planning this. Now, what I ha- what I will say is neither James Gunn nor Peter Safran have said this. Now, it's back to our old, one of our favourite friends, Mr. Um, Mr. Zasloff, the Warner oh, Brothers Zaslav. Discovery CEO, David Zasloff, who's a bit of a dick, to be honest, as we've covered, but he's always doing meetings. He just uh, doesn't this- speak like a human is my issue. No, he just talks and he just talks in that business lingo that you get in LinkedIn, as we've he's discussed. The, he's the human soundbite, anyway. He's the human soundbite. And so when he's come out with he says, from now on, I've talked to James Gunn, I've talked, I've talked to Pierre Safford. They have told me for sure that from now on, they're aiming for every single thing to be connected through gaming, through animation. So, like, any animated shows that come out from now on will link back into the DC universe that they're building in live-action movies mm. and then TV shows and then games also have to be there. I don't think that's good. I like some things to be separate. <laughs> but they're all or nothing. That's, that's the yeah, thing. they can't. They, they can't fathom. But wait, like they're still gonna put out uh, like Joker two and shit like that, right? Yeah, but show up. How about that? So like, yeah, like they they yeah. are technically coming yeah. out, but they yeah. overall happened before they arrived. Okay, so anything that's announced from this point on then is yeah. gonna be. But would it not be nice to be like, hey, here's I don't know, here's a Superman game. That's not, like, that we don't have to, because, so, I'm trying to phrase this. So, a game, say a game, imagine a, a, a video game. I can't, you, but yeah, go on. You need so much more content in that than you do in a two-hour movie. Mm. Which means you then have all of this content that gets used and maybe has its first exposure to people in a game that then if you want to pull from that in the future, you might be less likely to do so because it's already been touched on and canonically that Superman knows what happened with that character look I I think what you're doing is making a lot of nuanced very reserved and thoughtful points right but on the opposite end what if we went all fucking in just balls to the wall one way and let's just see what fucking happens I'm overwhelmed by how much Marvel stuff is coming out and how I have to keep up with it all they're all connected I I don't want to play a 30-hour game to understand the next Batman movie. <laughs> it also skips over the point of not only do they have Joker coming out, but the Batman has two more sequels lined yeah. up with Matt Reeves. I, I guess you could argue they're not DC Universe. They're just Yeah, so that's kind of the out. They're just DC, like, alternate universe. Yeah, but the next Superman thing will tie into, like, the next Aquaman is what they're saying. Or they'll be connected. But does it connect with the previous stuff? Is my But then they also have lots of non-DCU television series, such as Superman and Lois and The Flash. Yeah. And then you also have Teen Titans Go. You have Sandman on Netflix. Harley Quinn is on HBO Max. Titans, Doom Patrol. None of them are in the DCU. But no. they're all currently going out. So what do you do? Just stop production and then go from now on everybody's going in the same direction. If they, look, I will say, if they touch Sandman season two, I will never watch another DC project again. Stop talking shit. Connor, (laughs) I need it. It's so good. Have you watched it? I haven't actually. It's really good. You'd love it. Is it? You'd actually think it's class. Oh man, I'll tell you what, I'm watching that when you watch Young Justice. I've already watched Young Justice. You haven't watched it. It's like the Justice League, but they're kids. (laughs) 
<laughs> See, I, I know Sam everything. Man. I watched Sam Man. He, he, fell, he falls into a pit. And because they're, then they're like, oh, it's just probably a bird with the extra weight is there. And then it, it whirs up. Oh, well, you're thinking of Spider-Man 3. Con. Yeah, with the Sandman. No, no, oh. you couldn't be more wrong. <laughs> That's not technically wrong. No. <laughs> technically, I am correct. In context, you're being a, you're being a dick. Okay, that's different. <laughs> but I'm a right dick. Um, so, Sean, uh, what do you think of this new game plan? They're going balls to the wall, all in one direction. I mean, it's it is a bold strategy. Let's see if mm-hmm. it pays off. But I think, as a, a viewer or someone who consumes the content, having everything be connected and linked and dependent on each other isn't necessarily the best thing in the world. There are a reason why, like, one-shot comics are a thing, where you can just tell a story and not have it be affecting the rest ah, of the world. But, from their point of view, what do Marvel do? Marvel have everything connected. All on Disney+. Plus. That's fair. All How have Marvel films done in the last year and a half? I, I understand that, but you have to remember DC are continuously five years behind. And so, they're looking across and they're like, that's what's working for them right so everything's linked so can I tell you a nightmare scenario whereas we've no. got four Marvel series coming out a year four DC series Connor. coming out a year all linked into every movie here's my thing though is that if we do get DC series don't put them all on HBO Max put them no. somewhere that the entire world can watch them makes sense yeah and also, don't do that. And Marvel, stop <laughs> making so much stuff. <laughs> but what about Agatha? <laughs> oh, the Coven of Chaos, Connor. <laughs> I, I just, I just can't imagine a world where like one of them's bad enough to like watch all that shit. Like, and now, and like we do this every week, and we're still like, oh my god, they're so baddy. Yeah, just, like, I. I have not had time to see Black Panther, which is a film I'm actually somewhat excited for. It's so weird. You're like so inundated with everything. You're like, yeah, okay, yeah, I get to Black Panther. Whereas if there was no other content and Black Panther comes out, you're like, can't fucking wait. I'm yeah. going this week. Yeah, like there's so much all the time. <laughs> I think we're just, I think we're just burnt out, but I think we're just so <laughs> I, sick of No, it. I think it's just because there's so much to keep up with. I think probably everyone's feeling the same. I can only assume, like, the, all the movies are not doing as well as they maybe once did. Because I think a lot of people are feeling pretty similar. Um, that it's yeah. like, there's a lot to keep up with. Although Black Panther started off to massive openings, and I think it's like 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, Could be pretty big deal. Form. Yeah, um, we're finishing off this week with news from Marvel, um, mm. and it's pretty big news. Tom Holland reportedly closes deal for Spider-Man 4. Okay, I imagine they paid him a boatload of money to come back. Mm. Uh, now, this is this could be pretty big in terms of knockout effects for the next few phases. Yeah, because, like, where, do we spoil where Spider-Man is at the minute? <laughs> Um, it's been out a year. Yeah, look, I, I think no, I think yeah, it's been it's been nearly a year. If you haven't seen Spider Man No Way Home at this point, what can we do? But yes, yeah. spoilers for Spider Man No Way Home. Because yeah, because Spider Man now is where no one remembers him. No one knows who Peter Parker is. He's living on his own in his apartment. He's got no help from the Avengers or whatnot. That's where 
comic book Spidey generally lives. For better or worse, mm. he's just always kind of in, ends up in that space. So now it feels like they're going to be telling more comic-inspired Spider-Man stories rather than what, you know, what has been like him just existing in the MCU and reacting to things around him, which have yeah. been fun. And now, what I will say is just to give us some levity, Sony and Holland have not responded to these recent reports, mm. but all the reports have come out, multiple reports have come out and saying that he has signed a deal for Spider-Man 4. Now, it does not include Disney Plus appearances, so he won't mm. be appearing in Daredevil Born Again or any of that stuff, um, sadly. But that it does we mean we mu- that we know about. But it does mean that at the moment, if we're locked in for a Spider-Man 4, it does tell us that they have to go further with No Way Home. So now nobody remembers him. I was of the opinion, and I might be wrong, even though I love Tom Holland, I think they should have left it. Because I think that's a perfect ending to that like journey that like... He he has everything, and then he loses it all, and then Spider-Man's got to star again, and the movie ends with him at Christmas, swinging through with the beautiful suit, and yeah. you're like, that's just him starting off as Spider-Man. We don't need to see any more. But uh, I can yeah. also understand he's a money cow, and Tom Holland is beloved, and like... As that character, easy. and... Yeah, and uh, like to Tom Holland's credit, I think he doesn't want to do Spider-Man for the rest of his life. He's been quite clear mm. about that. So I feel like if he signed on, there's probably an end point in mind. I'd say there'd be two, maybe three more Spider-Man films. And then we might switch out to like Miles or something like that. I think you won't even get three. I think I think maybe you'll get Spider-Man four. And after that, he might just make one or two appearances in other movies. See, I think they're going to get him up to Secret Wars. And that's how Miles gets brought in. And then... It's but I think you torch. can get to Secret Wars with only one movie. As in, like, Spider-Man 4, he's there, and then Secret Wars happens, and he appears in that. There's apparently a massive shift, by the way, from Marvel, who are trying to bring everyone back for Secret Wars. Oh, really? Um, to bring them all in, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it makes sense that in Secret Wars, of all things, you just bring everyone back for one movie. Um, hmm. I don't know. I feel... I, I just... I don't feel like people will comfortably say maybe it's a pull in the plaster off situation but i don't know if people will say goodbye to that spider-man with only one more movie well if you have the one movie and then he like gets oh here's my question to you is would you like him to have nate and mg remember him or would you like to see a movie where he has to rebuild that or is that weird if we like already have that we've already seen that growth and then we have to just rewatch the same arc again I think, see, I don't even know what I want with is the thing, but I, f- I just feel I know what we're going to get, mm. which is that Marvel are going to do, we're going to get Death of Gwen Stacy. That's going to happen. We're going to get Ned Leeds as Hobgoblin. And we are going to get Peter opening the door to MJ and her saying, face a tiger, you just hit the jackpot. Those like iconic comic book moments, they need mm. to check those off with the MCU Spider-Man, I feel. But Sony are so dumb that they might not. <laughs> they might not. But also, like we've not had a Green Goblin. Like, and that is that's not just a Spider-Man villain, that's a Peter Parker personal villain. We've not well, sorry. Have we have of. had a Green Goblin, but we haven't had like Harry Osborne and Oscorp and all the shit that goes on with that. Here's what I don't want. 
Clothes I don't hand. want Tom Holland signs back on. Tommy Netherlands. He's locked in. They're like, we've got him. Venom to come in. Oh, yes. We've got him for another movie. Oh. We got Venom. We're building the Spider-Verse. We, yes, this is what we've wanted. I would like, yeah, but, yeah, okay, not Venom. Not Venom in four, certainly. But give me a street-level Spider-Man movie where he's mm. just stopping crime and, like, it's the kingpin is the big bad at the end or it's Tombstone or, you know, like, just like he's fighting a gang, he's being smart, he's tracking them down, you know? And he's I being, think you're thinking of Batman. No, Connor, because they're, they're quite similar in that they're both vigilantes. <laughs> Spider-Man's not a vigilante. Spider-Man is a, the definition of a vigilante. What are you talking about? He's working with... Joe, he's working with the police. Normally, they at least like Spider-Man. Sometimes mostly. they like him, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they have a tense relationship. Sometimes there's one good cop who will allow Spider-Man in <laughs> on police investigations, Connor. Oh, is he played by J.K. Simmons? Yeah, and he's really strung out by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just... I mean, if these reports are true, very, very big get for Sony because I think a lot of us would have been like, if he didn't do any more... Tom Holland go off and do other movies. Like, he's a very talented human being. True. He probably wants to do other movies. Um, but if they can get him back, I would... I want to say I'd love to see it because I'd like to, I'd like to see Tom Holland in the role. But also, as I mentioned, I just love that ending. That, like, we don't, ever, we don't need to see anything else. Like, it's a really good ending, but I think it leaves too many questions. And, like, to, yeah. to never see Spider-Man again would be weird. For for me, as like someone viewing it, I think it's a perfect ending for the character. But if I ran any sort of studio, I could see millions upon millions of dollars left on the table if we didn't do a follow-up to that ending. Yeah. Yeah, like to, to like the next Spider... Every Spider-Man movie makes bajillions of dollars. But yeah. the next one after that ending will do even better than No Way Home, I would wager. Yeah, fuck me. Um, see, no, I don't know if you have the Andrew Garfield, Tom McGuire hype. Uh, I, oh, but I, like, genuinely... What if Andrew's in it? What, what if Andrew's in it? What if Andrew... Well, what if they come back for Secret Wars is the thing. What if... What if uh, Into the Spider-Verse 2 has Tom Holland? Could do. Could do. Mm. It's nothing stopping Um So, Sean, I think that's it for this week's movie news. What a week, Connor. Would you like me to take us out? Yeah, sure, why not? Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We'll be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big thank you to everyone over on Patreon who supports the show. Shoutouts go to Roisin, Chunky Lopes Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Technically Fine Evanson, Waffles the Magic, David Clark, Sean Chuckling the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Anna Irish Walrus Forever Helmroos, Danny McLaughlin, No One's Ever Really Gone, Luke Hoth, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Buster, Ed Ball, Sean, Connor and Lorraine, and Russ put some respect on the Incredible Hulk's name, Parfit. Thank you all so, so much for the support. You're absolutely wonderful people. Head on over to patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast if you want to support us over there. There is also the merch store link below, heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at Heroes for Hire pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Development's discussion group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. I think that's about it, Connor. 
think so. So I've been cut along. I've been shot me. I shall see you on the next case. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.